So hey guys, this is gonna be another like little um best of the year thingy. This time best actor who's probably had like some of the most greatest like movies in this decade, maybe even the last decade after all, if you guys can guess these clues or take from it. He was Johnny Cash in um two thousand five's Walk the Line. He was Commodus, one of the evil um, beings of Gladiator, and Ridley Scott's, like, Gladiator, and, um, a few others, but I'm gonna go over, like, a bunch of his movies. I have no clue, like, why, but I didn't count any of his, like, TV movie type thingies. Um, but these are just, like, some of his films that I've seen. I'll probably be, like, seen, haven't seen, typed thingy. Maybe I'll say, like, who his co-stars are, if I know them, or whatever. But anyways, here it goes. In 1986, a young little kid named Leaf Phoenix, also known as Joaquin, um, his family, I don't know if you guys really know about them, but, like, his family basically all have Earth names. I don't know if the dad had, like, a Nick surname, because his name was John, but the mom's name is Arlene, I believe, and, like, she goes by Heart Phoenix. And then there is obviously the late great River Phoenix, who was like young Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade. He was also Harrison Ford's son in the Mosquito Coast and in Stand By Me. And then you've got Rain Phoenix, their Joaquin's older sister, I think River's little sister. And then I forget which one comes next summer or Liberty. And then that's, like, the Phoenix kids right now. And obviously, um, I think they have, like, nieces and nephews kind of named after, like, places. Like, there's Rio Ash Phoenix, I believe. They're um, Liberty's son, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken, or Summer's son. And um, a few other, like, kids that are probably, like, have, like, earthly or named after thingies places. But anyway, so there's this film called Summer Camp. Uh, sorry, Space Camp. I'm tired. In 1986, that probably introduced us to uh, his feature film debut in um, 1986. Then you have this film called Rescues that has, I don't know what his name is, but he played the young Ralphie in A Christmas Story. One, you know, the kid that loves BB guns and wants one for Christmas. Then you got Ron Howard's parent that has like Diane Weist from um <laughs> it's think for a second the Lost Boys and I'm pretty sure she was Rhinona's writer Rhinona Ryder's mother, I believe, and um Edward Scissorhands and like Steve Martin and Ted Danson if I'm not mistaken, or Ted Danson's wife. Mary Steenberg, I believe. Then you got. Then he took a little break because River died in nineteen ninety three. I think Rain and River and Joaquin wanted to celebrate Joaquin's nineteenth birth, probably nineteenth birthday. Then and then, boom! There goes River from Drugs. At such a young age, like, probably in his 20s, wouldn't you? Because, like, they are, I believe, like, two or something years apart, each one of the kids, or three years apart of the Phoenix siblings. 
Then he came back in the film called To Die For with probably an after Batman Forever, Nicole Kidman, and Joaquin's future brother-in-law, um, director Casey Affleck, and um, a few other people in this movie called To Die For. Then I think he had a cameo in this movie called You Turn the Head, Sean Penn in it. Then he made one of his um, girlfriends named Liv Tyler. She's the daughter of Aerosmith lead singer Steven Tyler. She's like an Armageddon. For this movie called, in this movie called Invent That Bit. Then you got the song called Return to Paradise. Then you got the song called Clay Pigeons that had um, Vince Vaughn probably before Psycho. Actually, fun fact. So, I was reading somewhere that he was originally almost going to be Norman Bates in the remake version of Psycho. That one probably would have been great. Probably also paved the way for my favorite film of all time of his. Then you got 8mm. It's directed by Joel Schumacher, who did, I think, Batman and Robin. And also, like, a few other favorite movies. Uh, Flatliners. I feel like there's another F movie of his, but it's slipping my brain right now. The Lost Boys? No. Yeah. And like a young, kind of young, I guess, Nicolas Cage, Coppola, whatever, isn't it? Then you got this film called The Yards that would introduce him to this guy named James Gray that would collaborate him on like three or four other movies, which I'm going to mention like in a little bit. But, yeah. And the first out of two, so far... Um, collaborations with Mark Wahlberg. You also got one of my, like, mom's favorite actors, James Caan, probably, like, pre-Elf. Like, was an Elf in 2003, because Yards was in 2000. Then you got everyone's favorite priest in Quills that had, like, Jeffrey Rush, probably around the time of Pirates of the Caribbean, like, the first one. I don't know when that one was. And, like, you got Michael Caine... Obviously, like, probably five or six years before his turn as Alfred in Batman Begins. And Kate Winslet, probably fresh after Titanic. Then you've got the evil Commodus and Ridley Scott's Gladiator. I can't wait to see what they do with a sequel if we ever do get them back. Because, like, there's a line towards the end of um, Gladiator that I'll see you again sometime in the afterlife or something that somebody says... Or something similar to that. So, I don't know. Even though it won't be the same. Because, like, we probably won't see a ghost or something version of Joaquin. Plus, he doesn't do sequels unless that changes with my favorite film that I may buy today, actually. Then you got Buffalo Soldiers with Amanda Paquin from, like, True Bloods. Ed Harris, probably fresh after, um, around the time of, like, The Truman Show. And this guy, and this guy named Scott Glenn. Then you got M. Night Shyamalan's Signs. That was like a young Kieran Culkin. The br younger little brother, I believe. I'm not sure if there's any more, like, um, Culkin kids besides, like, the two of them. Maybe three or four. And who was Fuller, the one that went the bed in Home Alone. Or the one that everyone kept on saying, wet the bed. And... Abigail Breslin, I believe, from, like, Lomas Sunshine. 
and um, a few other movies, but they're both, and it's always Mel Gibson. My mom thinks that they're are related to, like, Joaquin and Mel, like, they look kind of the same. Probably hence why, like, ah, they would make good brothers. Like, if you, like, pair, like, any two that, like, look like that aren't brothers, they would probably be like that one, like, kind of same facial features, same face shape. Yeah. That would be the first for M. Night Shyamalan. Because there's this one, like, two years later, I guess? Then you have my introduction to Joaquin Phoenix. Because I believe I was, like, nine or something when this one came out. Maybe ten. But Brother Bear, I, like, probably remember sitting in elementary school. Um, probably grade five. Or, like, went to go watch over a kindergarten class. And we ended up watching Brother Bear. <sighs> Back in 2003. I may watch it on, like, um, Disney Plus later. I think it's on there. Then you have M. Night Shyamalan's second film with Joaquin, The Village. Maybe he'll do another one with him. He usually like, teams up with his directors. Like I said, James Gray a few times. And, yeah. I don't really know who like did any of like, the other ones off by heart, to be honest. Like, to die for whatever, or else I would have said maybe they teamed up again. But, who knows, right? <clears throat> Sorry, I got like 33... Things I'm just gangster. <laughs> then you got Ladder 49, where Joaquin plays a firefighter. He actually went into training to become a firefighter for it, and he really loved that so much. I think he even got graduated from like a firefighting school for doing all that, and it had um, John Travolta in it. and um, Robert Patrick, I believe, who played. One of his co-workers, and he played his dad about a year later in Walk the Line. Then you got this one called Hotel Ronda. I've never seen it, but, like, it has Don Cheadle in it, probably based off, like, real-life events. I may, like, watch some of these later that I haven't. Then you got Walk the Line, one of Johnny Cash's greatest songs ever. He actually personally got chosen, I believe, by um, Johnny. Maybe even, like, Johnny and June's son, I believe. Or Johnny's son to, like, do the film on him. Um, I'm not too entirely sure if, like, so we swear there's been, okay, guys? She plays June Carter Cash, Johnny's wife. I don't know if, like, June never saw, um, Reese and was like, that's who I want to be that played by, or whatever, but, yeah. Which is curious. And Joaquin did his own singing for it. He won a Golden Globe, his first active too, you guys, so far, but... And he was, like, nominated for an Oscar for it. I'm pretty sure Gladiators, he was also, like, nominated for an Oscar for it and stuff like that. Then you got his second collaboration with both James Gray and Mark Wahlberg for We Own the Night, a cop drama mystery kind of one. Because I'm still not entirely sure what happened. Like, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but, like, he has a... Joaquin's character named Bobby, he has a friend at this nightclub, but, like, the friend didn't know where the family was, unless, like, they were keeping, like, secret wires hidden, or whatever, because, like, we didn't see a phone conversation, or was the girlfriend involved? Let's just go for that. Then you got this film called Reservation Road, with probably a pre-Avengers, maybe, like, a year before Mark Ruffalo, I almost said Wahlberg, <laughs> but Mark Ruffalo... Um, I think it's based off a book, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah. Then you got this film called Two Lovers with Gwyneth Paltrow. This guy named Elias Cotiers, I believe, who's a Canadian actor. 
and um, a few other people. Then you got his mockumentary directed by Casey Affleck called I'm Still Here, where he basically fakes us into pretending that he quit acting to become a famous rapper, even though he probably would do that really well. He kind of rapped in the film. And it's also kind of like a biography as well. Like it shows a little walking, performing, and stuff like that when he was a little kid, and a bunch of other like parts during his life. Maybe even like film premieres because he did Two Lovers around the time, or promoted it. Then you got um this film called The Master. Then you with like Amy Adams and the late great Philip Seymour Hoffman. Then you've got The Immigrants that has. Marianne Coltier, I believe. <laughs> Sorry if like I'm pronouncing some of these people's names wrong. And um Jeremy Renner, probably after like the Avengers, like after he made his debut as Hawkeye. Then you got him falling in love with an artificial intelligence computer or like listening device, whatever, called Samantha, voiced by Scarlett Johansson. Then you got inherent face. Which has like a bunch of famous people in it, Owen Wilson and Benicio del Toro and um, Thanos, Josh Brolin. Then you have this film called Rational Man that had Emma Stone in it, directed by Woody Allen. Then you have this film called You Were Never Really Here. Um, it's one of my top three, so I'll get back to that. I literally have walked the line there too, but I already mentioned it. But I have like two more tops, like. So you were never really here in another one, which I'll like, get to in a few minutes. Then you have this film called The Sisters Brothers, based off a novel by this guy named Patrick DeWitt, I believe. I've never seen this film. It's always on my TV over here. So, like, I don't know. Should I go watch it? Should I not? Like, it's on a top ten list on this um, YouTube channel called Watch Mojo at number ten. So, I don't know. Maybe I will, though. Because, like, I may have, like, my own different opinion. But anyways, it is Ahamed Best from Rogue One, A Star Wars Story. And it has Jake Gyllenhaal and a few other people. And John C. Riley is his brother. So Joaquin has this great, amazing girl named Rooney Mara as a fiancé. You know, some people think that they got married. Um, they first, I believe they first worked together on the film Her, and then they ended up dating around, like, 2015. Now they were recently engaged. And she plays Mary Magdalene in this film called Mary Magdalene in 2018, and he was Jesus. Then you got Don't Worry, He Won't Get Far on Foot, that actually has her in that as well. And it has, like, Jack Black. I think it has, like, Jonah Hill and a bunch of other people. And then you got my other top. So you were never really here. It's this 2017 book by this guy named Jonathan Ames. It's a really great, amazing film. If you guys have seen this movie called Taken with Liam Neeson, you know, the one where the daughter gets kidnapped and the father has to um, save her from prostitution and drugs and stuff like that. It's basically like that, except his character is not a father. He is just a lonely man who's had a troubled past, to be exact. His father um, tried to kill him, and the father also tried to kill the mother when they were little, when they were, like, younger. And then he went to, like, the war or whatever. Then his girlfriend got killed, I guess. And then he became an FBI, or the FBI thing first, and then war. And he probably had a troubled past then, too, like, seeing flashbacks of... 
people getting abused, animals getting abused, and then he just decides to stop all the abuse from a bunch of people in brutal ways. Like, I got the book recently. It, like, has Joaquin on the cover, and he has, like, the hammer and stuff, and when the girls they rescue is, is, like, floating, kind of, in the background, too. Okay, so there's flashback versions of Joe Joaquin's character, and you were never really here, like the younger one. That would, I guess, T I was just thinking this, I guess Todd Phillips watched You Were Never Really Here Before Joker, because there's this kid who plays the flashback version of Joe Joaquin's character, like I just mentioned, and You Were Never Really Here, and his name is Dante Piero Olson, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. So he's the young Joe, and get this, guys, he's the young Bruce Wayne in Joker. My favorite Joaquin Phoenix film of the whole entire universe. Um, I may go buy Joker today. And then I'm like, maybe go chat with a bunch of people over on um, Discord about how great it is, even though we all know it. Like, we're gonna do an Oscar watch party. Maybe I'll somehow, like, um, record this from my YouTube channel thingy. Wait, no. They may be a little bit um, embarrassed. But... I cannot wait to also see, like, what they do. If we do get a sequel, this would be Joaquin's first sequel, you guys. Even though he probably couldn't have done, like, a bunch of more sequels if he could have. But I guess he, um, kind of hates some press things. Like, if they, like, ask him a certain question. And apparently he's getting yelled at for, like, wearing the wrong kind of, like, suit type thingy. Or, like, a self-made suit because he's a vegetarian or does veganism whatever you want to call it and i think he was like wearing like a non-skinned animal suit at the golden globes and i was getting yelled at when it's called he can wear whatever he wants like no offense but yeah that's just my personal opinion on like everything and also it was no offense guys but it was kind of mean to like for like Tom Hanks to get, like, seven minutes of his award, and then Joaquin get, like, three, and then basically get the get-off-the-stage music played. Same with, um, I almost called her Judy Garland, but Renee Zellweger. That's just my personal opinion. Bye, guys.